Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, our last guest for the day is uh, Jacob Majid, a U.S. correspondent with the Times of Israel. Jacob, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us uh, at such short notice. I hope I've got your surname correct. Uh, yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Oh, so it'll do for now. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks for letting me off the hook. Great to be chatting to you. Thanks for coming on at such a short notice. Speaking to uh, Rolene earlier on. Wow. Um, not such not good times at the moment, to put it very mildly. The violence and clashes going on in the Holy Land at the moment. So let's unpack uh, this press statement from her about the SAZF, mourning the tragic loss of Jewish life following terrorist attack outside the synagogue on International Holocaust Remembrance Day. From your perspective, take us through this press release and uh, what happened. Well, I think uh, the U.S. is really trying to start the trip with Israel on, a, on I guess, a, posit- uh, a strong note by really um, empathizing and sympathizing with the Israelis and not kind of mincing its words regarding this attack, not only condemning the attack as it happened, but doing so several times through every pretty much all the major offices in the Biden administration. And then um, also when he gets to Secretary Blinken, just as he's arriving in Israel, doing the same then, but also not only condemning the attack, but also condemning the kind of the celebration of the attack that we saw some clips of Palestinians in the West Bank, East Jerusalem and Gaza uh, hailing the attack, um, shooting off fireworks and um, passing out sweets. Uh, We don't really know the scope of that, but I think those kinds of clips went viral on social media on both sides, and I think uh, the secretary made it made a point in in calling that out, which I don't think is something that we've seen so far um, from Biden officials. Certainly, um, from your perspective, I did ask really in the same question: What are you seeing on the ground right now? Uh, how do you? How would you weigh up the situation as it stands? Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> as most people are saying, it's it's pretty tense. Sure. Um, I think. The, there's an effort to kind of just draw things back, at least from the Biden administration's perspective, to where they were just a few days ago. And I think that's what you're going to kind of expect to see um, from this visit from Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State, right. who just arrived a few hours ago. Um, he's going to try to push the Israelis to maybe roll back some of the steps that were taken um, to various punitive measures against the suspects and their families. Um, be it uh, stripping of citizenship or residency, stripping of national of social security or various other benefits they receive as citizens, um, under the under the belief that they're this will help kind of deter future attacks, um, and also there were steps by the Israeli cabinet to expand settlements in East Jerusalem and in the West Bank, and those are kind of steps that the Biden administration would really like to see not take place or at least shrink the, their scope. Um, that's on the Israeli side. I think that's what most of the conversations that Blinken will be having in terms of trying to de-escalate. And then on the Palestinian side, I think when, once you saw this decision by Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas to cut security ties with Israel, that's something that the Biden administration would really like to see him roll back on. Uh, we haven't really seen it. It's it actualized yet. It's still a, it, it was more of an announcement for now because I think he recognizes the risk that takes for him, that places for him. Um, so those, are, I think that a lot of the effort we'll see in the next few days is just to try to draw the sides back um, from where they were at least uh, 72 hours ago. Sure. I think that is that, that's that's a, a pretty modest goal for now, given how I think things are much more populist right now in terms of both governments. Now we have a much more hardline government in Israel, where there's a really a call um, to. Kill all uh, death to terrorists is a, a, a kind of a line that you're hearing 
both used to be just be in the street when you right. had a, these very far right activists um, kind of rallying after such attacks, and now we're hearing it from government members themselves. So there, there, there's a lot of anger, I think, and and there, the demand is now to, for the government, made up of all those former far right activists, to start living up to the rhetoric that they were using before the election. Well, certainly, uh, it's going to be very interesting, as you have put it, this hardline stance with the Israeli government and its position uh, regarding, you know, what's going to happen with the. Uh, well, regarding citizen nullifying terrorist citizenship uh, compared to what the United States would want uh, preferably to be handled in a bit more mild and diplomatic manner. It's going to be very very interesting to see them, the Knesset, moving forward. I believe they're going to be moving on this this afternoon or sometime today, a vote to be brought in the Knesset. Am I correct? Yeah, I think it's not a, 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 strict, a strict vote. I think it's an early uh, effort to approve the bill. Sure. Uh, it's going to take a long time, and a lot, a lot of these measures might again, will probably be changed in terms of their, their wording of it by the time they reach, reach a final vote. But yeah, the Knesset is looking to move forward because, again, I think, as you know, that there's a lot of anger on the ground. Of course, of course. At least on a positive note, I believe that the Secretary of State is also there to promote uh, Abraham Accords' interests whilst in Israel. Yeah. At least to look into that aspect of things, something that exactly. uh, Rolene and I admit we're very passionate about that aspect. So let's see what unpacks from that. Right. I think that's definitely a goal. And it was a, a top, a higher priority goal before all this violence, uh, broke out over the last, over the weekend. I think that's going to turn into the main focus of the trip. But beforehand, I can tell you that when I'm speaking with the Biden officials about what their plans were, the Abraham Accords is definitely at the top of the agenda. Um, uh, both for the Israeli and the Palestinian side. Interestingly, um, some officials I spoke with said the goal for, one of the goals for Blinken's visit with, uh, Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas is to try to get him to maybe send can either go himself or send a foreign minister to the Negev Forum Summit, the ministerial summit that's going to be happening some point in the spring in Morocco, where all the foreign ministers of the various countries will be attending. Right. I think it's a pretty lofty, albeit and arguably unrealistic goal, but I think that's one of them that he's going to be pushing. And then with Netanyahu, of course, they'll be ta- talking about um, kind of similar to what we saw with the, the visit from uh, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, kind of just getting an understanding of what Israel's willing to do to push normalization with to to move forward with normalization with Saudi Arabia. I think it has a little bit less to do with Israel though than it does with with Saudi Arabia. Um sure. they're the ones that are, are holding out for now. Right. I think though that uh, I think there's all but the US administration recognizes that the Israel comes at it with a slightly different A perspective and B might even have a better understanding of where the Saudi position is given its better relations with some of the Gulf states. And just uh I think it's a way to just get all the ducks in a row in terms of how to move forward on this, whether understanding whether it's actually a realistic possibility or if it's more just rhetoric and Netanyahu doesn't have any ideas behind it. So I think that's what's going to be discussed in these meetings to try to put some meat on the bones there. Sure. Interesting developments indeed, Jacob. Unfortunately, we've just run out of time. We'd love to have chatted to you more on the subject. Jacob, thank you for joining us at such short notice this afternoon and uh, enjoy the rest of the day, what's left of it. Jacob Majid, U.S. correspondent for The Times of Israel.